Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Matt Schlegel. Matt, you are the author of the book Teamwork 9.0. You're a consultant, author, and speaker, and you're the principal with Schlegel Consulting, and you're found on the web at evolutionaryteams.com. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. It's so great to be with you here today, Josh. Thank you. You know, I should say that this is, we're about 11 minutes into our conversation by the time we finally hit record, uh, because we started talking about the Enneagram, which is, uh, you know, one construct that you use in your work. Uh, but, you know, of course, I saw that and and I'm like, oh, I'm a seven, my wife is a six. And we started talking about that. Um, but we're, we're going we're gonna to get to that for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, please give us an overview of your work, who you work with and the impact that you have. Yeah, well, thank you. So my focus, my my background is um, in engineering product development, and um, and I've always been focused on getting my teams to be more effective. So along the way, I'm always looking for great new tools to use to you know keep the team working together, keep them aligned, and moving forward. And along the way, I found this really fascinating tool called the Enneagram, yeah. and I um, started using it with my team. And it was stunning how effective it was at, you know, helping the team members understand each other, resolve conflicts, understand perspectives, improve communication. And um, and then I also realized that, you know, the Enneagram has numbers for, for the types, not colors or letters or animals or it's numbers. Why is it numbers? And I found out that the there's a reason why the numbers and the numbers are in the order in which each of those personality dynamics mm. come into play in problem solving. So for instance, you know, type one is the one say, hey, that's not right. It shouldn't be like that. It should be like this. Well, what's the first step in problem solving? It's like, hey, there's a problem. It shouldn't be like that. It should be like this. You know, and all the way around. So, so I um, became fascinated with with the Enneagram in that way. Developed a, a problem solving methodology. Used that with my teams. It mm. was amazing with that. And then I, um, you know, founded my company um, to just do consulting in that world. And I wrote a book, Teamwork 9.0, which you um, gratefully yeah. mentioned. And um, and it describes how you can use the Enneagram in this novel way. So it's, yes, it's a fantastic personality system, but it's also a very powerful problem-solving team, problem-solving system that gets teams aligned around solving big, challenging problems. Yeah, um, so tell me about the book and like who the book is for, um, Teamwork 9.0, you could get it right now, what on, I see you can get it on Amazon. Um, 
what and, and mostly I'm curious about what is the transformation that takes place in the reader when they consume and apply the content. Right. And, you know, so I would say, you know, broadly speaking, uh, the, the audience for the book is leaders of teams. Anybody who is leading a team will benefit from reading the book, knowing the Enneagram, applying both the personality side of it to understanding the team dynamics at a personality level, but then understanding, you know, all the challenges the team has as they're moving through the problem solving process towards their goal. Yeah. And, and, and overall, like um, in terms of like, you know, if you were to go through the structure uh, of, I, I, I understand like who it's written for, but what would you say would be some of the high level headlines of, you know, if you really want to succeed with teams today, then, you know, if you're, if you're, I hate to ask you to do this, right. but boil, boil it down your entire book, your life's learning into, right. <laughs> into a couple of principles. Right. Uh, sorry, that's so unfair. No, no, it, it, but what would those great, be? You know, because, you know, what happens um, to, to teams, you know, is that, you know, we, we often as leaders tend to hire people um, like ourselves who think the same way. And, um, and when we do that, then we will create a team that is imbalanced and will have some blind spots. And you may even be unaware of the blind spots, you know, because you're, you don't have all the perspectives and, and you end up, you know, getting into these um, situations and we have all of these, you know, you know, aphorisms for, for like, um, you know, analysis by paralysis, right? If you have a team mm. that's just mostly fives, all they're going to do, be doing is analyzing things and not moving forward. So, um, you know, this book helps leaders understand how teams get stuck and then helps them get unstuck and moving towards their goal. And that's, that is the bottom line is I'm Mm. trying to make teams as effective as they can be. Yeah. Um, So what do you, how do you work professionally then as, as a consultancy, who are you typically working with and, and what does engagement look like? Right. So, uh, you know, I will um, uh, engage with my clients in a number of different ways. Mm -hmm. So some clients, they just want, you know, like to learn the Enneagram, you know, a leader will say, I have this team, I want um, to understand my team better, I want them to understand me better, I want them to understand each other better. And Mm. then um, I will do an Enneagram workshop with them Mm. in order to help everybody kind of understand their perspectives. And then, and then I'll also overlay and share that framework of problem solving with the team. And I'll say, well, I'm, I'm looking at your team, you know, you've got, you know, a few eights and you've got a few twos and you've got a few fives, but you're probably challenged in this way. You, you'll, I can know how the team will be challenged based on the, the mix of the teams. And, and when I show them the problem solving process, then they'll, they'll start to realize, oh yeah, that's why we get stuck here. And, 
maybe we need to one just appreciate that and step into that role ourselves or maybe we bring in somebody to fill that role for us so that we don't get stuck there like we always do and so just to help the team understand that those team dynamics that are going on when they're working together yeah. Um, so there are different modalities. I, I don't know. I'm using a big word like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, there are different, um, you know, ways that that you can say, well, I am a, you know, uh, and 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 people will list out like so Enneagram. Um, so I, I you know, I, I tend to like that over what's that other one that's like EFNM and Myers-Briggs Myers-Briggs were very popular. Um, What is it about Enneagram that, that is um, resourceful for you um, in a way that maybe the other ones uh, aren't? Right. Well, you know, for me, um, you know, Myers-Briggs, it, it, it seems uh, unnecessarily complicated (laughs) and it's a little harder for me to kind of intuitively grasp. Mm. That was one problem I had. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Right. And then the the other problem I had with it is that it really doesn't speak to um, dynamicism. You know, it's like, because I, I know, you know, intuitively that my behaviors change based on, you know, that my stress levels, if I'm relaxed or I'm stressed or, you know, and I know these changes are happening and, and that Myers-Briggs doesn't necessarily speak to that. Whereas, you know, the Enneagram just built into it is all these dynamics, right? So if you look at the Enneagram diagram, it, you know, one, it's a circle, and then there's all these lines in the middle and every point on the circle, every mm-hmm. number is connected to two other numbers. And those are your um, stress and unstress lines. So when you're stressed, you tend to move in one direction. And when you're um, unstressed, you tend to move in another direction. Mm. So you can see Oh, that's why I start to behave this way when I'm stressed. You know, for mm. instance, for me, you know, I'm a six and, you know, the, the head group and which is the six is at the core of the, the, the dominant, um, you know, driver to behaviors is anxiety. Yeah. And sixes, yeah. And, uh, I'm married to a six and yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And so sixes, you know, what we do is we tend to suppress our anxiety, but you know, it, it comes up when things aren't going the way we expect. And when it, they do that anxiety starts to rise in us and mm-hmm. then our behaviors start to look more like the type three. Now, the type three is called the achiever. They're really highly productive and they're just wanting to get stuff done. And, and, and I realize I do this, you know, when I start to get stressed, I start making lists and I start checking yeah. stuff off. And as I'm doing that, my anxiety is going down. Mm. And after I get all that stuff done and I'm addressing all the things that are causing me anxiety, then uh, I can relax again. But during that phase, I was like looking and behaving more like a three. And when I can get to that point where uh, I'm on vacation, I'm not worried about anything, then I can look like that nice, relaxed nine. I can get a good night's sleep and all that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just those dynamics were the um just fascinated me and then understanding how each type has 
a unique set of dynamics um, is, is just is amazing power in in that system that um, really appealed to me. Yeah. What happens when a seven gets stressed? <laughs> right. Well, when the seven gets stressed, they move to type one. And so they can get very particular about things and start to like yeah. kind of nitpick on things mm -hmm. and, you know, go down that path. That's interesting. The, yes. And um, and so that's, you know, because the the one is that, you know, it's a perfectionist. Right. And so yeah. they're, you know, they're they're striving to get it right. But when the seven their their anxiety comes up, it's because they're not able to, you know, you know, seek, you know, the, the fun relationships. Yes. And and things aren't going the way they want them to do. And so they start to nitpick on things. Mm. Does I can that see sound that. familiar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's just, I feel like, okay, you know, variety and stuff, that's all well and good when times are good. But right now I need to get my life back and I need to get my life in order, right? right? Is, you know, yeah. or, oh, heaven forbid, you know, there would, you know, maybe be a, a situation in business or, right. you know, with a team, you know, I, I like to kind of break things down to their simplest elements and, and like, let's, let's address the emotions, let's address this, you know, let's, and, and, and it does, it feels, um, it, it's, it, it gives it, um, I, I it's like, you know, I, I feel organ, I feel organized. I feel like, I feel like I'm being responsible if, right. if we lay right. out, let's lay out all the cards out on the table. Yeah. Um, but yes, this is the standard for this, this is the way it should be. Let's, yes. you know, so forth. So, and, yeah. and, and, and I, you use such a good word there is putting things in order. Because mm -hmm. that is a very one activity, putting mm -hmm. things in order, you yeah. know, organizing their shelves, organizing the, the, the dishes, you know, in, in, in the rack, you know, just mm. like everything needs to be in order. Interesting. So, so that's, I just, that's a great word. I just chalked it up to the monk in me that occasionally comes out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like my toothpaste, for example, does need to be rolled a certain way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, this is really applicable for our teams. How do we use this? You know, if we know, like, for example, if I know my director of operations, she's a one. It's like she's the perfectionist. She's yeah. She is absolutely the order in all things. And she is perfect yeah. for her role because yeah. she's <laughs> you know if anything gets by her right it's like <laughs> it's yeah. it's very it's very infrequent right. and i could tell she's really disappointed if something right. does get past her <laughs> right. well so you know when i was um you know looking for an editor for my book i wanted to hire a one yeah and so i started yeah. just interviewing and you know editors and, you know, talking to him about the book and until I, I came across an editor that says, oh, I love the Enneagram. I'm a type one. I'm like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> because you're exactly right. And, and here's the other thing, Josh, is and, and I talk about this in my uh, in the book on work teams, you know, mm. what people come together to form effective work teams. And there's, you know, groups of three, you know, in Enneagram parlance, we call them triads, but, mm -hmm. you know, groups of three that do come together. And one of the groups is the one, the seven, and the four. 
So, you know, that one seven combination is really powerful. And it's, um, it's a very complementary mm. um, combination. Yeah. Um, okay. So someone's listening to our conversation and uh, they're like, this is great. Um, what did, um, are you working long-term with people? Do you kind of work um, on kind of a workshop basis? And how does that usually look? Right. So, so there's, you know, there's two, two different uh, models. So one, you know, and I mentioned, you know, just do the workshop, but the other is, um, and, and this is what I love to do as well is, um, work with a team that has a big challenge and help that team work through the challenge. In other words, take them through that nine step Enneagram problem solving process and and get the team to solve the big challenge. And I describe it like, you know, when when you need to work on the system rather mm -hmm. than just in the system. So I, I tend to work with, say, a cross-functional team of leaders. You know, it, you know, for instance, if you're um, wanting to improve your product um, development process or you want to um, reduce uh, product returns or you want to, um, you know, you know, come up with creative ways to solve a supply chain issue or, you know, or, you know, how to bring people back into the office. You know, it's it's something big that that you as an organization need to do, but it's not your main business necessarily. Right. It's it's not you know what you do every day. You need to kind of stand back and and look um, big picture and get your team aligned to come together to solve the problem and develop a new way of working together that's more effective than you're doing now. So mm -hmm. then I, I take um, a, a team of cross-functional leaders. I like somebody, you know, from operations, from engineering, from finance, from, you know, IT, from, you know, one of everybody, a leader in that group and get them to work together and collaborate on what their ideal way of working together would be like once that big challenge was solved and get them to visualize that and then get them to work together, come up with creative ideas and then implement those ideas to solve the problem. And um, I can do that with a team, just like stepping them through the process. And it is, it's such fascinating work to see teams come together around solving problems that they often don't even think they yeah. can solve. Yeah. Your website, evolutionaryteams.com, someone goes there, what should they click on? What do they do? Yeah, I mean, you can uh, send me an email, give me a call. Um, you know, those those are if 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 you have a question and and you want to learn more, you can always contact me. Um, I have a blog where you know I talk about a lot of these concepts, um, and uh, yeah, but definitely you know reach out to me if there's something on your mind that you want um, to explore. I also, if you're just interested in the Enneagram, I do have a complimentary mm -hmm. Enneagram assessment on the website. So yeah. feel free to take that and um, use that to start to explore your Enneagram type. Yeah, terrific, awesome. All right, Match Legal, again, your website or your, your book. Um, I, I wanna uh, promote that. Um, 
One more time. What, oh, the book. Where, I just had it on the other page. Oh, Teamwork 9.0. That's on Amazon. And of course, your website, evolutionaryteams.com. Match Lego. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. It's been great speaking with you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.